Hello, welcome to episode 30 of Stick to Sports. Uh, I'm Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports. I am Sean Gentilly from the Florida Times Union. I have taken another, I have taken a different shot. I like this gimmick. Next week, Cleveland playing dealer. Good paper. Cleveland's a good town. That's what you keep saying. I've not been. I've been to Columbus. I like it. Columbus is a place, for sure. It was fine. I went there for the (laughs) Frozen Four like a decade ago, and me and my dad went to like a Denny's or something, if I remember right. Yeah, I was there for the All-Star game a couple years ago, and it was fun. We, We all got snowed in. Oh, that's right. Edward Snowden. Oh, uh, man. Ask, ask, ask Leahy about his <laughs> ordeal whenever you have a chance. Okay, I will. I'll do exactly that. Your co worker, Sean Leahy. Yes, I knew who you meant. I'm just making sure. He's got red hair. Oh, no, hair. I don't know that guy. Then. No, the guy no. I know does not have hair at all. He's um, he's completely bald, head to toe, and wears an eye patch <laughs> from head to toe. Ooh. Yeah, alopecia. Ah, uh, okay. Like I don't know for like he's. This is just the thing he tells me. I guess I have to take his word for it. But yep, fine. Al- alopecia. It's a, it's a real thing that people deal with in their lives. Um, first thing we wanted to talk about this week. Well, okay, so first of all, I guess I should warn you. I'm getting some weird interference from... I hope it shows up. Yeah, like, I, I'm, like, waiting with bated breath to see what happens yeah, with this. Like, Ryan, Ryan has been complaining for the last 15 minutes that he's getting some sort of weird interference or, like... Oh, here a, it is. A channel crossover where he's hearing an ad for P90X. Or something. And he thought it, he thought it was coming from me, and it's not. And it's not an open pop-up, and uh, I don't know what to tell him. He's looking to me for answers. <laughs> I have one to give him. I, so, point being, if you hear some w- weird, staticky, like, kind of country-talking fella under under our voices, we don't know what the deal with is with that. We hung up on the Skype connection. We reconnected. Still a thing. So, apologies in advance if that persists. I, 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 I don't think – I think you might – this might be it. This just might be the last. You might be losing your mind. And it might be being broadcast. Bye, 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 the guy just said. Right just said it right now. Um, but yeah. No, so, I don't know how much longer I can deal with this. Our, last time it will be brought up, I promise. <laughs> I can't make that promise. But I'll try not to bring it up. Whatever. Um, don't, don't make promises you can't keep. You're dude. right. That's... Great way to go through life is not making promises. Don't write checks with your mouth that your ass can't cash. That is not the way that is exactly phrased, but it's close enough. Yep. Thank you. Um, So the thing we wanted to talk about this week is uh, earlier in the week, Deadspin or somebody dug up a video clip of Triple H telling a story about how Donald Trump thought Vince McMahon died when his limo got blown up on Monday Night Raw. And the idea that Donald Trump believes wrestling is 100% real, after already having, like, competed in WWE action, is the least surprising thing you could have told us, honestly, at this point. 
Yeah, can you can you believe that? Like I heard that a couple days ago and I just sort of shrugged. <laughs> it, I like I was like, yeah, of course, of course he thinks. Of course he thinks wrestling is real. I'm sure he was really upset that Randy Savage died earlier this year because he was going to make him Secretary of the Interior. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you have to just tell him Randy Savage didn't die. It's all a storyline. And, mm-hmm. he w- and he'll make him Secretary of the Interior. And he'll- I wonder if there's, like, some loophole that happens. If, so- if Like, what happens to the confirmation process if a president tries to nominate an obviously dead person for the cabinet? Well, didn't uh, didn't somebody run for an election like in the last several years? After, or like they didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They died too late to take their name off the ballot. I think is what right. it was, and, and that I guy believe, won. And, and he won, and I believe his wife served his term for him in whatever office that was. That sure. absolutely should not be the way that works. <laughs> uh, no, I I feel like we're I feel like we should yeah maybe don't have the election. I don't know. It's Hit not don't button. have the election. Have another election. Don't just be like whoever. That's what. I mean, that's what I mean. Like postpone the election. Don't don't not have one. But be like, okay, let's take let's take a couple extra weeks to figure this out. Right. Press letting, pause. Letting the lady who like gave birth to that guy's kids take over doesn't seem like we tried that with Bill Clinton. Didn't work this time around. I mean, that is that. Yeah, I don't know. That's. It seems like bad science to me. I don't know. <laughs> when you have someone's children, you absorb their life force and intellect and become like an extension of them. I guess that's what the implication is. Yeah, I. but again. I don't think that's true. I'm with her. It worked out awesome for everybody. Uh, the, the other great thing with Donald Trump this week was he appointed um, Rick Perry to be Secretary of Energy. Uh, all, told, all told, I think dead Randy Savage would have been a <laughs> been a more sensible choice. Well, so I saw this article today um, that was like, okay, so, you know, under George W. Bush, it was a guy who, you know, w- was a physicist from like Caltech, Berkeley or something like that, like mm-hmm. a big name science school. Obama was like an MIT guy and a Harvard guy or something, and then... Rick Perry, they're like, he got C's and D's in every college class, science class he took, including one that was simply called Meats. Rick Rick Perry, who started wearing glasses in an attempt to fool people into thinking he was smart. <laughs> and it worked, apparently. And it almost because worked. Yeah, because he, he's, because he's Secretary of Energy now. Like, you need yeah. to actually be a nerd to hold this position. Like, this is one of the few right. things where the government's like, oh, I no, mean, no. Rick Perry couldn't couldn't name the Department of Energy a few years ago. That's true. We couldn't. And now it. he heads it up. Like That's... this would be like w- this would be like somebody saying to me four years ago, name a newspaper, and me being like, ah, I don't know, and then taking a job with the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Like, I would have some. No, I would, I, but like if it, you were thinking of the Post Gazette, but couldn't think of the name of it, couldn't quite. Yeah, you were like, it's in Pittsburgh. It's not the Tribune there's review. A, there, there's a hyphen somewhere. Yeah, I, I think if that happened, the person who hired me would have some explaining to do. <laughs> yes. But the good news is that Donald Trump seems completely bulletproof. It can come out that, you know, he's not going to enter into any sort of a blind trust with his businesses, but say that he is, and everybody's just like, all right, sounds good. 
Yeah, there's um, there's nothing there's nothing that can happen right now that would surprise me. He can name a guy whose ranch literally has the N word in the title. God, remember that? No, um, I, that's is that what a yeah? Hold on a second. Rick, Rick Perry's ranch is or I, was called N word head right. ranch. That's I. That's real. Okay. That I know. I wasn't sure if that's actually what it was called or if there was a. A sign around there or something. Oh, no. Well, nope. there's a sign. That's what it's called. That's fine. I know. Yeah. Uh, there's a sign to just further it into, like, even if it's named that, you don't have to put up the sign. Rick Perry is not one of the 50 most qualified Dancing with the Stars <laughs> to head up a federal agency. He really isn't. Mario Lopez. Oh, easily. Alfonso Ribeiro. Oh, hell yeah. Secretary of the Carlton Dance. Sec- Secretary of the Interior. Boom. And because and that's the thing, too, is at least with at least with like half the people who have been on Dancing with the Stars, like they probably didn't get a D in a class called Meets. Like that's the most I like incredible to think, thing. I like to think I would have gotten an A plus in Meets. Oh, there's no way. Like that is literally if you said to me, what is the class that they had at a college that all the jocks took because it was an easy A. Like, Meats is on that list. Scuba diving. Yeah. Sociology. <laughs> um, in, in At my school, it was exploring the universe, which was like, you really only had to show up for, for the tests. Was that, was that pre-astronomy? Yeah, pretty much. I got a B in geology. Wow. That now you're more qualified because geologists always work at like Exxon and stuff. I did. I worked at Exxon briefly because of that B. Bees get degrees. Oh no! For but like they heard about the B, they call you up. They said, "Sean, we really need you to come here and pump gas at at the station near your house." You're doing a great job. Um. Yeah. I mean, Trump is increasingly incredible. I don't know if you saw the pictures today from like, he called all the big tech people in Silicon Valley to Trump tower. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he was like, we need to talk about jobs. And every picture is the tech people looking incredulous while Trump is talking. Every single picture. They're all just like, what is this guy's deal? I, yeah. And they're like, well, Peter Thiel says he's good. So, Maybe Peter we Thiel should said listen. he would sue us if, <laughs> if we don't change our facial expressions and seem more impressed. That's right. And then the whole Kanye thing. Everybody's very mad about Kanye meeting with Donald Trump. I'm like at the point now where I'm just going to retreat into into fantasy land and Willful just pretend ignorance. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Star Wars comes out tomorrow. Ooh, Star Wars does come out tomorrow. It's true. I'm going to see it. Me too, at 10.30. That's the same time I'm going. Are you going, yeah, bro. Are you going with me? Surprise. Whoa. This is amazing. Wouldn't that I'm be psyched. so fun? I'm psyched about it. Yeah, me too. All the reviews are kind of like, it's a mess, but Don't it's good. Don't care. No, that's exactly my point. Like, They could put out a Star Wars movie on a pretty regular basis. Like, as often what, as they put out Marvel movies, if they were, like, every three months there's a new Star Wars movie, I would say, great. 
Right, because I love Star Wars and tolerate Marvel. Yeah. And yeah. then it and then here's what here's what the really great thing about them doing this is, by the way. Now it doesn't really matter if one of these isn't great. No one has to fool themselves into, into you know, try to force themselves into saying that it was good like happened with the prequels or yeah. get all that upset about it because we're guaranteed to have one every year in perpetuity until we are all long, long dead. Yeah. We're all we're all underwater because climate change is coming for all of us. And they're still churning out like just, you know, Star Wars movies on all but they're all based on the, the Camino planet because it's an ocean planet. You oh, remember God. that? Camino. Cease. Cease. From Attack of the Clones. Cease. But yeah, I'm very excited for Rogue One. They they basically were like, do you like Star Wars movies? And I said yes. And then they said, do you like heist movies? And I said yes. And they're like, well, then we have a movie for you. Right. No, I mean, there's there's any number of... You know, you know what kind of bummed me out this week is that The Ringer published like 10 Star Wars anthology movies they'd like to see. Yep. And, it's, and it started out serious and then like kind of turned into a joke. And I was pissed. I was <laughs> pissed midway through because I was like, wait a second. I want these to be actual like actual sincere answers yes absolutely not not shtick i want i want deep you know thought out kind of positions on on where these movies should come from yeah because that's the that's the great thing is it's it's kind of like the um the purge movies where you could do a billion things within the universe of that Hmm. and i have an endless appetite for it I will see any yeah. Purge movie. As you've said on this podcast yes. multiple times. And it's this the same is, thing with Star Wars. This is, a, this is now a podcast, by the way, about the Trump administration and Movies the we purge. will just watch. In, in The Purge. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. And good news, those two things about two years from now will be the same thing. There will be a star. Yeah, there will be a purge set. There will be a star, st- like a Star Wars story, The Purge. What I'm saying is, Donald Trump is, folks. We gotta have a purge. Gotcha. You gotcha. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, I've I've just I, like I said, I'm I'm mentally checked out right now, as I have been since around this time, 24 hours ago, when I saw an ad for a Donald Trump chia head. That's what? when I was like, I. I don't think I can invest too much over over, over these next four years. You're it's, on your own. It's going to be increasingly, in much the same way that uh, Joe Biden has increasingly become the onion version of Joe Biden, I feel like Trump is going to be just the onion version of Trump, and we're all just going to be like, that's how it goes. I mean, like, in, in all seriousness, the weirdness of all of this is, like, my first reaction to so much of the things that he does is to laugh. And it's not funny, and it... And it we shouldn't laugh at it, but no. he thought wrestling was real. So what, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to accept the fact that a man who's going to be president in five weeks thinks that Vince McMahon, or thought at some point, I guess he, is, I guess he realizes now that Vince McMahon did not, in fact, blow up in a limousine five years ago or whatever. But you know, he's like close call, though, folks. He swore. 
at that moment when he saw that limousine blow up that he would do right by Vince McMahon's family and name his wife as whatever small business administration. I forgot that's true. I forgot yeah. that he did that. I don't I, even remember what I don't even remember what her what her she's job. She's setting was. up the small business administration. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. And if anybody knows how to run a small business, it's a woman who married a man who inherited a sizable wrestling promotion. And then and, and then made yeah, and then made it into a gigantic business. Yes. Yeah. Folks, we have to do something about this Papa Shango. He's he's cursing the ultimate warrior. Doink the clown. There's, There's a little doink. Is that doink son? Folks, I've been talking to people. They said the ultimate warrior died several years ago and has been replaced by a an imposter ultimate warrior. I, I did he call what what like what what about when wrestlers actually die? Like what does he think happens then? He doesn't think does about it because like it? unless like unless it's something he's personally watching. That's I don't true. think he believes it. He doesn't literally think that anything. it happens. Yeah. That, he has that, no that, object permanence. Right. So like yeah, the, ab- that's true. the abstract idea of like Road Warrior Hawk died. <laughs> he does first of all, he doesn't know who Road Warrior Hawk is because he's not, you know, a billionaire. And if and, you put if you put a cup over top of a tennis ball, does he think the tennis ball has vanished from the earth? Well, I think he how they get him to go to sleep every night is they just put a sheet, a sheet over his head. <laughs> like a bird. <laughs> I, I gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, no, I... I it's... Oh, we God. still don't have a Secretary oh. of Agriculture. For Like, he hasn't named one yet. And you, you know- mentioned... You mentioned Papa Shango. <laughs> well, I mean, Hillbilly Jim is not outside, like, it's not an outside-the-box candidate at this point. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Son of the soil, wears overalls all the time, big straw hat. That's what, when Trump thinks about agriculture, that's exactly what he thinks about. Right. Just morons who he has contempt for and pretends not to. Right. Um... Yeah, it's been it's been a weird week. Wakey leaks, by the way. That's like that's also my new favorite thing. The the Wake Forest the Wake Forest football team fired its radio announcer because it realized he was passing covert information about game plans and whatnot to opposing coaches. I want to know yeah. everything about this story. Like I Absolutely. want I want a book to come out about that. Like just is like a complete blow by blow. Here's everything that happened. Like there's to fail only about yeah. this guy. You know giving away blitz packages obviously obviously like the the wakey leaks thing is a is a funny is a funny name for it but this is connected to what's happening in this country currently in a way that i haven't even fully digested yet like i it's tough for me like there there's so much to unpack with this story as it relates to our current situation that i haven't even i haven't even gotten close to starting to do it yet yeah so, do you want to run down, like, basically what happened? I think I just did that. Okay. Well, I mean, so... Go ahead. My understanding is that this guy used to be a, an assistant coach, but his, like, old boss got... Like, the old coach got fired, and the new coach didn't retain him? 
and mm-hmm. he got kicked up into the booth. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So my first question is, why is this guy still in on like the pregame secret information? Well, that meetings? is okay, that's 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 something that happens usually between rights holders and and coaching staffs. Like like NFL broadcast teams will usually have closed access meetings uh, with say players and staffs. Now to actually have like a printed out game plan, which is what it's out or. I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but to, I, I don't think they're told information like on that level. But in college, man, all bets are off because yeah. you have because you have you know the next level is that ninety nine times out of a hundred, the color commentary guys, if not and if not the actual you know the actual play by play guys, are either ex players or fans or right you know. former coaches or whatever there's close ties to the program so uh the fact that those honestly the fact that those relationships exist so extensively like it's it's kind of hard in a weird way it's hard to believe that this has never happened before but that doesn't change the fact that it's just amazing and and hilarious that it happened well as you say like it's not so much like it would take a weird confluence of circumstances like this, where the guy's an alum, uh, mm-hmm. and he played football there, so it's not just that he's an alum. He's like a program alum. Right. He's got to have... And he's he has gotta an axe have, to grind. He's got to have access to it, A, and have been granted access to it, and, and also have enough of an axe to grind to sabotage his alma mater <laughs> and employer in, in a yeah. lot of cases. Well, now, it's, it's, it's insane. It's really insane. And the best part about all of it... Is that the first guy to get caught up? The first program to get to have, you know, been connected to receiving this information is Louisville, which is coached by Bobby Petrino. Who, and I know you don't care about college football at all. It's not Bobby. That, Petr- yeah, I, Bobby Petrino is a douchebag on uh, an almost unimaginable level. He's widely, widely despised by. By many, many, many people, and has done so many crappy things that you know it would be it would take ten minutes to to really get get in get into detail. I mean, like the the best the best thing about the Bobby Petrino, you know, the, the best illustrator of that is he is that he quit on the Atlanta Falcons by writing his team a letter and never actually faced them. Like he's he's a he's a bad guy. So of course this this was the first team to get involved with it. It's amazing. Yeah, so like I don't really know. Have they said what the extent of it is? Like how I don't many think, times? I don't he's... think that's. I don't think that's quite known. Louisville released a statement that's like kind of mealy mouthed and weird about you well, know yeah, basically saying ba- basically saying like yeah we cheated but it wasn't it was stuff we kind of already knew and we didn't use it and blah blah blah. So like I don't think the extent's really known, but you know as it stands they're trying to figure out what happened and and who exactly benefited from it. And basically Louisville right now is the only one that's you know, guaranteed been named. Yeah. 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 That's, um, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, has that ever happened in sports before that? Like, I can't imagine. Right. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it has. It's just a ma- It's just that someone found the sheets like in Louis in Louisville's locker room. Right. Like, I'm sure it has, but I, but I don't think it's been, I, I don't think anybody's been caught like quite like this yeah no for sure not like and isn't this a thing because um 
what was it? The Houston Astros hacked somebody or was it the other way around? Yeah, they hacked, uh, they hacked the Cardinals. Uh, right. Yeah. One, yeah, of, their, yeah. one, of, their, one of their front office guys used to work for the Cardinals and he used like, uh, uh, like they basically didn't change the password on a, on a database of scouting information that they had. And he just used it after, after he left and looked up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that is- which, which like obviously you can't do that, but it's delightful that the Cardinals are that stupid. But didn't that guy like get arrested for that? Because it's oh, yeah. technically it's technically yeah, it's technically like um, espionage or whatever. Like I, industrial yeah, espionage. Is it, is it is it like yeah? It's it is. It's it's espionage charges of 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 one of in one way or another. Yeah, he got charged for it, and I and I believe he was found guilty. So my question is: Does this guy get charged? Because it's kind of – it's not, not the same thing, right? I think what changed things there was the internet. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it, maybe it depends on how this guy uh, – Well, right, because it was like actually protected things that he accessed inappropriately. Not – you know, just because Wake Forest says a game plan is – top secret doesn't mean that it actually is. Whereas if you, once you put something online and like password protected, password protected I, I, yeah. I think that actually is. Yeah. That I, makes I'm, sense. A lawyer. I'm a lawyer now. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, you yeah. got that B. So I took, I, I, I took a job with the Pittsburgh law firm of Burns, White and Hickton. New career. Is that a real law firm? Yes. Congratulations to you, sir. You're We're welcome. all very, I don't know that that's the word. That You're you... welcome. <laughs> I accidentally did that. That's fine. That's okay. So yes, it's a fun. It's been a fun week for Donald Trump and I guess Wake Forest. The Those two the things two I things, care about the most. The two things I care about the most: <laughs> Donald Trump, Triple H, and Wake Forest football. I I actually do care a lot about Triple H, so that's I, I know fine. you do. He's great. So what we're gonna do now is, and uh, the, we're we're gonna talk about Ryan's favorite albums of the year, not mine necessarily, because I did I haven't ranked mine. I don't feel comfortable ranking mine this year because I didn't quite listen to enough enough interesting things. But good old Rye guy has a top 70 or whatever it is. 30. And We're not going to talk about all 30 of the albums. Certainly will not. <laughs> 10 seems like too many, frankly. I think 10 seems like a perfectly good amount, but we will, we'll try, we'll, we'll try for 10 here. So these are in, uh, we'll also put uh, a Spotify playlist of these songs, uh, up so you can actually hear some of them because yeah. it's, way, it's way too much of a hassle to, uh, to seek it out yourself. I would not put that on you. No, well, no. What I was going to say was it's way too much of a hassle to like add snippets to, to the audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that either. No, no way. Especially but, because it's my responsibility to do that. True. So I'm, I'm not getting involved. So here's the way it's going to work. Ryan's going to run through his top ten. They will probably be, in most cases, fairly similar to my own. So I will have thoughts on most of them. Uh or not, and then that, and then that'll be that. We the 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 official stick to sports top ten at least from half to half of us. 
And because it's from half, that's a controlling interest, and we're good. Dee doo. Uh, so my number ten album of the year, uh, Blood Orange, Freetown Sound. Blood Orange. Uh, I like that record as much as I thought I would like the new Frank Ocean record. <laughs> yes, and I'm not a bit in, like in the same way. Yeah, they're very similar sounds, and so is the Anderson Pack album that I had number fifteen. Anderson, the Anderson Pack. I like the Anderson Pack album better than both of those it is much less boring to me i think that's a reasonable take to have um but i i really like both these records obviously and and freetown sound i just i guess i liked a little bit more even though i liked both of them and i didn't really care for the frank ocean one that's like you want to talk about boring that's the definition of like making this kind of a sound boring this podcast is the definition of boring that's what's true. your number? What's your number nine? Uh, Pine Grove's Cardinal didn't connect with that one. Really? I, had, I I'm trying. I'm trying it again though. I, it feels like something I should like, but yeah, I would. I like you know if you had said, would I like that? I would have said yes, you will. So I'm a little surprised to hear that you are on the fence, maybe. Yeah, or I, maybe I, even less I, than on the fence. Maybe no, you're I, not so- on the fence. <laughs> And no, I, I like it. I like I enjoyed it. But I didn't love it. it and it didn't stick and I haven't really re-listened to it since like I tried to give it a spin. I, I honestly I'm the same way about the Sturgill Simpson record as well. Yeah, that see once again, that's one I didn't super connect with. Like it's good, but I you know, it didn't end up in my top thirty, so it couldn't have been that good. <laughs> it was it was number eighty six. I, you know what? I don't go back that far. I only, I only bought seventy-two records this year. Oh my god! So you're making me feel bad by comparison because, and that's part of the reason that I'm not ranking mine because I absolutely have not listened to seventy-two records even front to back this year. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I have. Like, so what did you spend the year listening to? Spotify had its way with me this year, and I was just kind of popping around and listening to old to old stuff and sure. you know listening to playlists and discover weekly and all that all that sort of stuff well, i was I doing mean, you're a, a big like, deray guy so that makes sense yeah i uh, you know like i know everybody loves the angel olsen record for example i'm sure we'll, we'll hear about that from you later on we sure will and, and again it, it was super good but like i was having major I feel like I dealt with like music ADD all, all year long where like I listened to half of it and I was like, Oh yeah, this is pretty good. And then I didn't think about it for weeks afterwards. Yeah. See, and I the, did that and I did that a million times. Yeah. The thing with me is I don't listen to Spotify. Ever. I know you don't. So I, like, that's why I get think, to. Really, Cause you think you're better than me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's part of the reason why, <laughs> right. but yeah, no, Stay. I just, I like, I don't, I like the ability to really focus in on one thing. Like, I got, you know, the week I got the Angel Olsen record, I listened to the Angel Olsen record like 15 times, and it was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I, what, the big problem for me was I, was I started driving around more, so I put Spotify on my phone. And uh, what I would do is I would like just have like, before I would just have like one record on my phone. And I think that's probably isn't I connected so much with the Chance the Rapper record, which I, another, another one we will certainly hear about much later from oh, you. Oh, yeah. 
because that was the only thing I listened to for a week or whatever it was. Yeah, but that, that I, definitely I got, I got, got a lot of play. I got I got worse with that this year, and I'm resolving to be better at it for 2017. New Year's resolutions. That's all. Other than that, I'm fine. Yeah, everything else that's is going it. great. That's that's the worst. That's the worst part of me is that I don't I didn't listen to enough albums all the way through. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, a hundred percent. My number eight record was Japanese Breakfast Psychopomp. Which, Not familiar. Well, okay, so I really only know what Japanese Breakfast is because uh, have you ever heard the band Little Big League? Yes. It's the singer from Little Big League doing a solo Oh, is it really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that existed. It's a really good record. Um, I just kind of, like, somebody mentioned, oh, Michelle is from... She, did, does she do vocals on that as yeah. well? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she does, is like, pretty much everything. Is it similar to Little Big League? Yeah, but there's enough of a difference that it's not a Little Big League record. It's more, you know what it's more in line with? Angel Olsen. Yeah, cool. It's a really good album, and it's about her mom dying, which is not good. But, yeah, if you like Little Big League, check them out. Cool. Yep. Uh, Number seven, Angel Olsen, My Woman. I think we've, you know... That's a, that's about it, I guess. It's a really good album. What's and your favorite song off that album? Ooh, see, I'm really bad with song titles. So let me let me pull it up real fast, and I'll I'll give you an opinion. You know what? Forget I asked. Okay, this is gonna take way too long. Sure. Well, shut up, kiss me is a really good one. Now that I that's, look at it, that's the best known one. Yeah. Um, not gonna kill you is also really good. Cool. Uh, those, those would be my two recommends off that record. Uh, number six, Connor Oberst, Ruminations. Wow, I was not expecting you to say that. I'm not a big Bright Eyes fan. I know. Um, and never really have been. Uh, but a few years ago, I went to uh, Newport Folk Festival, and he was just playing Bright Eyes songs like with him and an acoustic guitar, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, he's a really great songwriter, and I kind of... Never noticed it in the bullshit that goes with a lot of Bright Eyes stuff. Um, what are you speaking about specifically with like, regards to that? Just the there's for me there was always too much um I don't know what the word would be, like ambient stuff and songs that are sixteen minutes long, but there's only like four minutes of song. Oh see I n- I don't think that's right. I, I I think there's two like the the best bright. I agree with you that there's that happens a little bit too often on his stuff. But like, lifted is a pretty is a pretty tight, pretty tight song focused album, except for some um, indulgence maybe in certain spots. And I'm wide awake. It's morning is an acoustic record. Well, I well I was going to say that. So I I was not really familiar with that record because I had already checked out on You had that. tuned out, yeah. And so listening or seeing him live, I like circled back and now I like a few Bright Eyes albums. Um and yeah. I like Desperados and I uh, yeah, love Desperados. Yeah, and so this is just a really good guy in a guitar, guy in a piano record. And he's sad about stuff, which is like when he's at his best. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. Cool. 
Thanks. Um, <laughs> number five, I have Mitski Puberty Two. Did not stick at all for some reason. Really? Yeah. That's one of those ones where I was kind of late to the party with it, and a bunch of people I knew and whose opinions I trusted were like, you would really like this record. So I checked it out, and they were right. Um, Yep. Very much, again, same kind of vein as Angel Olsen in Japanese Breakfast. Um, And so I guess I'm just, that, that kind of music for me is just having a moment. Girls. That's right. Girls singing about sad stuff. And boys sing about sad stuff, yeah. actually. Not, you know not, what? I do have an oeuvre, I guess. <laughs> um, number four, Car Seat Headrest, Teens of Denial. This, if I were to rank, this would be way up there. Yes. And we, You and I have both talked about it a good bit, but I really I really love this record. It, to me, is a distillation of what Sean Gentilly likes in music. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. That's pretty, like, that's pretty, no, that's, that's when pretty I true. listen to this record, I'm like, ooh, Sean likes this record. Yeah. No, I, I, I really, really liked it. And that's another one, though. I think um, a cool part about it is how meandering some of the songs are. Yes. And, it, it, and, it, and then it'll like snap back into actual – some more traditional song structures and there will be – you know, you'll come across the odd chorus and maybe some riffs and stuff. It, and it, but at times it comes close to veering way too like too far off course to me, where it, where it's like, you know, rein it in a little bit. But it doesn't. It it also doesn't quite do. It doesn't that. get there. All <laughs> do, the way. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like 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 it's a couple degrees short of of losing me, and it, it never really does. And uh, now that's a record I like a lot. Yeah, I you know I actually re-listened to it over the weekend because it came out pretty early in the year if I remember. So yeah. I hadn't I hadn't checked it out um, in a while, and I re-listened to it again this weekend, and I was like, man, it's a good record. I, I think just like very tr- solid front to back. Drunk Drivers Killer Whales is one of my favorite songs of the year. Yep, great song. Put it on the playlist, Spotify. And like, here's what I'm talking about too, in terms of like when it gets kind of rambly and meandering, is the Ballad of the Casa Concordia, which is a great, great, great song. It, but it almost is it's that the one min- that's like 11 minutes? Yeah, yeah, it's 11 minutes long, and it and it's a great piece of songwriting, um, for for a lot of different reasons. But it, and I almost think that's why I like it, is that it it comes close to losing you, and then you're like, oh no, this is. This is actually really good. I don't want to, by the way, give the impression that, like, I don't like a long song or anything. Like, that's not automatically... I mean, Titus Andronicus is my favorite band. They have... No, I I, I tend to not like long songs. All right, well... I, I mean, I, I don't... Like, if I see that a song's nine minutes long, like, I, I'm coming into it, like, skeptically. Show me something, sure. yeah, for sure. So, so when I... I so, you know, when you look at, say, Spotify, and you see the car seat headrest track listing, and you know there's songs that are 7:45 and 5:37 and 6:15 and 8:32 and 11:31. It's like this dude better be good, and he is. Yep. And very good. Totally yep. And uh, yeah, so that's that's my number four. And you know, based on like the people who were hyping it up around the time it came out, like you. 
where mm-hmm. we don't we we have a lot of overlapping interests, but like the way you were talking about it, I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be one of those Sean records I'm not into." And yep. I was wrong about that. And I was glad to be wrong about it. Mm-hmm. Uh number 3 for me. See, now we're getting into the into the big stuff. Uh Beyoncé, Knowles, Lemonade. Unfamiliar with her. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Who's that? Yeah, uh, really great record. And I'm not normally one to be, like, head over heels about, like, pop songs. Um, I think you kind of are. In what way? I have watched you in the last in the last few years get completely, not completely, but, like, you're pop to Mr. I. You really are. You like pop music a hundred times more than you used to. Oh, that's definitely true. But like recently, yes, no, you're absolutely right about that. Um, I respect like even more so than me. Like I respect the Beyonce album. I think it's a work of art. But is that one of my three favorites of the year? Like I can't, I can't honestly say that. Well, so I, I guess I should have said earlier. This is like kind of a mix between like three favorite and maybe three best, or you know whatever the the whole list is. Um, where like, I kind of, I can go, Ooh, I love, I like, I really love lemonade. I think it's great. And I listened to it a bunch when it first came out, but also, um, you know, again, it's not something that would normally appeal to me. And so I, I think I kind of weigh the fact that, like you say, it's a work of art a little more heavily. No, I, I, it's one of those things that like should absolutely win best album of the year or what have you but for me to say that i listened to it and enjoyed it any more than like the into it over it record would be would be very dishonest of me sure i'm not accusing you and i'm not accusing you of being dishonest but like but but like sounds like that's what's happening here no 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 no. like i like i'm telling you right now it it would not it wouldn't be in my top 10 fair enough and like again i get that like if you're not if you're not because I'm super mega. I'm framing it as like, here's my ten favorite albums of the year, and it's just, it's just not. Yeah, and also you don't like women of color. That, I mean, that's well established. I, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, number two, Chance the Rapper's coloring book. Yeah, I love it. There's fantastic. I, we've, Front to we've, back. We've, it's talk, amazing. we've talked about this at length. There's like a yep. couple, there's a couple down spots for me on that. Uh. I think I think uh, I think the song with Lil Yachty's on it. Or no, wait, no, never mind. That's he's on the one with, with Young Thug. What am I saying? Yes, that song's yes. fine. Um, That's a controversial song, though. There are people who think Yachty and Young Thug both have terrible verses on that. I Yachty, disagree with them. Yachty is terrible. I I like I like Young Thug. I liked his I like Jeffrey a lot. Um, yeah, I you know what I. I there's like certain parts. I think I mentioned like the end of same drugs where it's like, all you need is happy. All you need is happy thoughts is when I was like, Oh boy, we gotta, we gotta reel it in here. Yeah. I get it. But, but that all, that song also has like a three of maybe my 10 favorite songs of the year. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you, you can go down the list. Blessings is amazing. Um, no problem. No problem. Might Angels be, might be song of the year. Angels is awesome. Yeah. So I get it. And um, I even and I like same drugs a lot. I just need yeah. to cut. I just need to cut out the part where he quotes Peter Pan. 
Um, what's the, uh, there's also that one song that's like, uh, oh, it's How Great, where it's like a two and a yeah. half minute intro for a minute and a half of rapping, which like, yeah. I it, get, it, it, again, I get it, what he's going it, it, for, it's, but. Yeah, but it's super churchy and, but you know, it's, it's good enough where if it were a worse record, it would have turned me off by how churchy it was, but yep. it's, it's good. It's good enough where not only does it not bother me, it, it, it improves on most of it. Yeah. And, and like the, the, the kind of churchy hip hop album started with life of Pablo, which is all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think chance just did it better. I mean, he's the highlight of the life of Pablo. Oh, he absolutely is. Like I've listened to just that song. That and Waves, I think, are the two best offerings on that album for sure. No more parties in LA is a great song. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right about that. I, I, I don't know how it that. fits thematically with the rest of it, but it sure doesn't at all. <clears throat> um, but that's that's I would say that's probably on my top ten list of of songs of the year. Yeah, no more parties great, in LA. I, I love it. I like just viscerally, I like it more than Ultralight Beam. Yeah, I get it. It's a very, very fun song, and I had Kendrick, uh, Kendrick's Untitled Unmastered 19th on my list. Um, so I, I am predisposed to like Kendrick anyway. But And then finally, my number one album of the year. Um, I kind of went back and forth on this for should it be Chance, should it be Pups, the dream is over, but it's Pups, the dream is over. Um, Again. This is like this is exactly what I went back to. Like it would be stupid for me to say that there was a, that there was a record I enjoyed more this year than than Pup. Yeah, no, it's an it's an amazing record. Um, it's super tight. All the, like every single song is good. Mm-hmm. You, you can't you really can't ask for um, for a better punk record than this. To be perfectly honest with you, it's it's great no. from front to back. Nope, it's. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I don't know that it, it's. I really, truly don't know what my number one is of the year, but that's got to be right there. Yeah, and you know I can't. They got a lot of attention for uh, for the sleep in the heat video because it had the Stranger Things kid, and it was a great video. Don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know. Is that in my top four songs on that record? I don't think so. That and Probably that's not. how and that's how good that record is that like this super good song i'm like yeah it's the the song's very good but like it's not doubts it's not dvp um yeah it's not can't win dvp is dvp is probably dvp is probably song of the year song of the year i think it's 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 close um and here's a couple that i a couple records that i really love that you did not mention okay they're probably uh, in my top thirty. <laughs> I would imagine so. I I love the Jeff Rosenstock record. Not in there. Yeah, just didn't, I think just was, didn't really give it a lot of time, to be honest. I think you'd really like it. To me, there's like, it's like a, it's like he made a really great Weezer record. <laughs> like he, like he yeah. tried. To, it's I don't know. It's 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 really good. Yeah. I, oh. I don't really, really. Yeah. Um. I'm I've you know what I've I've listened to the Tribe album a lot. It's you know I, maybe it's, it's just like it, it, I'm predisposed to not like early hip hop because I don't really and it's very oh see I I disagree I think I I it's maybe a little bit too long, but that's a really great 
the sequencing on that record's great because the first three songs, the first, especially the first two, which are the ones that have, that they've played on, uh, on TV a lot, the Space Program and We the People. Yeah, they're phenomenal and they're good enough to have me looped in like for all of it. Um, I can't say that I loved the entire Simple Z guitar record, um, but I liked it a lot, and I think Have a Heart. Have a Heart is is one of my favorite songs of the year. I think I probably listen to Have a Heart more than any other song this year. Um, I love the Falcon record a lot. Uh, it's members of the Lawrence Arms and and uh, Alkaline Trio and Young Ones. See, now, now we're talking about Sean Gentilly bands. I oh can't yeah, deal with. yeah, right. Yeah, no, you you can't abide by that, and, and that's fine. But. Uh, I, lo- I love I love that record, man. Um, and then obviously, you know, the really obvious, the, obviously the obvious ones, obviously, uh, the Hotel Year, Modern Baseball, and uh, the New American Football LP. I liked all very much, and I mentioned into it into it over it already, which is of that same of that same vein. What so, did, What did you think of uh, the David Bowie record that came out this year? I don't think any. I don't think it would have been on anybody's top five if he didn't die. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, it's kind of. I, it, I don't even. I don't even, and I don't even mean. I don't mean that. That's how. That's like a little cynically bit harsher, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. That's that's harsher than I wanted to sound. The content of that record, combined with the fact that he did die, turned it into a classic. Almost a classic. Yeah. But, but um. Uh, yeah, I, I th- so it's it's it adds meaning and it, and it and it layers things a great deal, and it makes it a, an emotional listen. But um, didn't love it. <laughs> yeah, I added seventeen. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't love in a vacuum. I did not love that record, and it's and it's tough to separate that, and you really can't from the fact that he's that he's gone. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't. I I didn't love too much of that record. Sure. Yeah, it, it's, uh, like I say, it's it's really good, um, but it's one of those things that, like, I'm not going to listen to a lot. Mm-mm. So. It was, it was necessary for everybody to listen to, but I, I can't blame anybody, myself included, for not, you know, popping it in when you're in the car either. Yeah. At this point. Re- by the way, really brave of you to give yourself a pass on that. I, I mean, I, I deserve a lot of things. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just going going through the rest of my list. Life of Pablo, pretty good. Uh, couple of bands. What? Talked about it already. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, the the other. This is a this is a punk record that I that I really liked a lot, and I don't see almost anybody talking about it. But it's um, the debut LP from a band called Culture Abuse called Peach. Yes, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, that was my, my buddy, uh, Billy clued me into that like maybe a month or two ago. That's yeah. I overlooked that one a little bit too. When, when I was throwing my list together haphazardly, that's a really good record. Yep. Um, I, I have it in the same neighborhood as like beach Slang and diarrhea planet. So did, did something happen to drop beach Slang from your top 10? Cause I swear to God, you said you were going to have them at like six or something. I I don't think I would have ever had. You got you got sick of them, didn't you? 
I, no, I don't think I ever really, like, I don't think Loud Bash of Teenage Feelings is as good as the things we do to find whatever the rest of that title is. Um, I just don't think it's as good. I think it has several songs that are on that level, but it's just a little bit of a weaker offering, which happens with a lot of bands, like, second LPs, so. I think you hate them. They're bad... Um, but, you know, uh, I have to pretend to like them because I'm white. Say that about so much. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, sweet Hockey, potato for example. Fries. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, pretend I, to, they're, uh, dude, they're I, fucking I, terrible. I, I, I hate sweet potato fries. Yeah, they're okay, awful. I'm, that's that, why. That, that we agree with that. You know what I don't want when I'm eating potatoes? Sweet taste. I'm good with it. I feel like I've been over this uh, multiple times. Like I'm not, I'm not generally not like a sweet and savory mixer. Nope. I don't like, I don't like syrup on sausage. Like no, 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 no. Not, not close. So yeah, that is my list of the ten best albums <laughs> of the year, and with with a, with a, with a, with a super with a super awkward ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're we're uh, we're closing in on an hour here, and we have to uh, we have to yeah. get to a bunch of questions this week. No draft this week because we couldn't think of a good one. Um, let's see here. We should make people vote on who won album albums of the year and have it only be one, and see if you still lose, even the, even Me though you or nothing. And yeah, even, even like though nothing you, is an option. Even though you boat raced me last week. <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't want to do a draft this week. No, you're, I... You're humiliated? Yeah. I, I, fought, I fought a 14-2 and two or whatever it <laughs> You is. can't show your face on the draft floor. It's <laughs> true. Um, so Nick, at Nick422, asks... Yep. Nick, Nick Case. I don't know that dude, so I'm going to assume that you do. Oh. Um, I know him from the internet. Sure. Which former president do you think you could destroy in a fight, not including FDR? It's a pretty decent amount of them. Yeah. Yep. I don't know about you. I feel good about it. All these people, they have like... So many of them were, were really old and sickly. Yeah, you could beat the absolute shit out of James Buchanan. No question about it. Right. I'm like, yeah, seriously. He was unwell. Yeah. William Henry Lincoln, Harrison, Link- let me add him. He's got the he's got pneumonia. Pneumonia. I'll just I'll just smother him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He, uh, I'm, uh, not, I'm not messing with Lincoln. Lincoln had Marfan syndrome, man. I, I don't know. He was well, he probably didn't get around that well. Well, he uh, in his younger days he had been a boxer and a wrestler. Plus, he's got that reach. McKinley, unwell. Mm-hmm. Taft, a fat man. See, I don't know that you could that you could beat him up though. He's gonna have that stamina that you just don't like. You can't match it. Like he's Ronald just gonna Reagan. be able to. Oh well, sure, Ronald. Yeah, sure. Nothing, nothing at all was wrong with him during during his during his presidency. No, bo- he was ha- he was hale and hearty. He would beat <laughs> my ass. Absolutely not mentally compromised in any way whatsoever. No, no, no. Uh, he wouldn't be very easy to confuse in the ring. Um, Lyndon. Lyndon, Lyndon B. Johnson would 
he he would beat he would beat my ass. Oh for yeah, sure. he has that old man strength, hundred oh, percent. He, he would he would definitely slap you or something, and just and then and then just beat the living hell out of you. Yeah, like he'd slap you in that way that like it brings a tear like tears to your eyes, and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. Kennedy extremely sickly. Eisenhower, but by he, the he end was of a military. He was, he had been a military man though. So he, Kennedy was was kept upright by. He needed a yeah, an bu- insane amount of pet pills. I understand. He needed a buffet of pills to get him out of bed, and he was in a back brace most of the time. So yeah, one drop. Eisenhower, Eisenhower, very very sickly by the end. Franklin Roosevelt, nothing wrong with him, obviously. <laughs> um, you know who I who another guy? I think this is kind of a sneakier would beat the shit out of just about any comer is uh George W. Bush. Yeah, I feel no, like I that dude could scrap. He's been in some fights. Yeah. Martin Van Buren. He looks rough. Yeah. So here, the other the other and, end of this question is, how bad would, like, Andrew Jackson or George Washington kick the shit out of us? Like, they'd kill us, right? I mean, Andrew Jackson loved killing people, so yeah. <laughs> well, the good, the good news is we're white, as, as we've discussed. So he probably doesn't have as much of a motivation to like smear our blood on his face. Um, but, but then again, you never know. You never know. He was a monster. Uh huh. Uh huh. Jimmy Carter, just a, a sweetheart. I feel like, I feel like he, yeah. Could... He, well, he would, he would just refuse to fight. He'd be like, you'd be like, you want to fight? And he'd be like, if you say no you fun. can beat me up, I guess, you know, I guess I'll have to take your word for it. I believe hey in there. you. Hey there, fella. <laughs> By the way, one of the great all-time uh, King of the Hill like guest voices, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think, but I think the number one list, and we said him earlier, William Henry Harrison, who yeah. spent most of his presidency in bed, would be very easy to smother with a pillow. So we are going William Henry Harrison as yep. our number one seat. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Liam at Babcock's Fly Hair. My old unfamiliar buddy, with him. My old friend Liam. Uh, what are your favorite conspiracy theories? Probably that. Probably that Vince McMahon didn't die in that limousine <laughs> explosion. We all know he did. Yep, it's true. We've it's definitely gonna... we've definitely done this one before. Really. For sure, but easily the best one. Easily the best one of all time, because it's fun and not terrifying, and no one's going to get hurt over this. Is that Stevie Wonder isn't blind? Yeah. And part of the reason, and part of the reason that is the best conspiracy of all time, is because it's true. There's an insane Stevie amount Wonder, of evidence to indicate that that dude can very see. He can see to some extent. I strongly believe that. Yeah. And, the, and the big one, the big one is him, is him catching that mic stand. The mic stand, stand the, the, catch. The, yeah, the, absolutely. The, there's um, a there's a length, there's a lengthy deadspin post going in into detail as to why Stevie Wonder can see. The best part of that deadspin post is the uh, the YouTube videos Bomani Jones. Oh yes, he did like 35 minutes on. Here's why I think Stevie Wonder's not blind. Yeah, and I I remember when he did when when he did that initially too, and it was not something. that... Not well received. I can't, say, I can't. I can't say it was something that I ever considered. But yeah, no. But then the second they lay it all out for you, you're like, "Yep, 
it all it all comes together. I'm very so on bo- I'm very on board with Stevie Wonder can see. A hundred percent. Um another question from a friend of ours, Sarah Barnett at S Barnett037 asks, if you could abolish one Christmas song from like, you know, what gets played all the time, which one oh is my it? God. Now I'm going to say that the, the popular answer here is Wonderful Christmas Time. Sure. The Paul McCartney song. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to I'm not going to say that I like it because I don't. But I I think that's piling on at this point. I don't think that's the worst. It's also one you don't hear. I think because everybody kind of agrees that it's not great. Like you don't hear it a lot. No, definitely not. So definitely. that's like you know what, if I have to hear it twice in a month, I guess that's okay. Uh, to me, the worst song, the worst Christmas song in a lot of ways is called The Christmas Shoes. That's a pretty terrible one. It should be illegal. It should be illegal. And I don't even really want to talk about it, but I believe Pat Oswalt did a bit about it. Uh, just listen to that. It, it is unfathomable. That this song even exists. Yes, absolutely. So that's the worst for for a lot of different reasons. Uh, One that always bothers me when I hear it is Last Christmas. I don't like that one. The Wham song. Yeah, I think it's okay. It it bothers me for some reason. Um, The the thing I'll say about about, uh, Christmas Shoes is it's another one you just never hear. So that's... Right, exactly. So, but... I think the one that that you hear a lot that... If I never heard it again, I'd be really pleased. Is uh, Little Drummer Boy? Nah, I'm okay with Little Drummer Boy. It like even the Sufjan Stevens version of it is like, ugh, we get it. Parumpa pump. <laughs> I, I like, don't. I don't Lord. like any. As much as I like Sufjan Stevens, I don't don't care for the Christmas songs. Really? Uh, I really, no, 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 I really like really. Uh, several of his, um, especially like the. Uh, the, like the originals that he's done, like um, Sister Winter, I think it's called, is amazing. I'll take your word for it. All right. Um, yeah. I think like the classic Christmas song I hate the most is Up on the Housetop, though. It's pretty bad. Because it's just like, like I think of just obnoxious little kids screaming, ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Or whatever. No, nah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Nobody's saying it isn't. Um, I don't like hearing that one. Yeah, nor should you. All right, let's see here. What's the next one? The next one is Mike Morton at They Call Me Morty asks, what is the best animal that isn't already the name of a pro sports team? Oh, man. The best animal. Dog. Yeah. How are there no dog? Coyotes. That's a coyote, though. That's not a, like. And I mean, I know you would say like timber wolves then too, but they're not dogs. Yeah, I agree. But like, why isn't there a? I don't know. Maybe it's just there aren't a lot of good sa- bulldogs. I guess you you could get away with having a, a good scary team name or whatever. Pit bulls, maybe. I don't know. Um, but like, I mean, there's. I mean, obviously, there's. You're talking about pro teams because there's. Yeah. Because gazillion college teams named bulldogs the huskies the terriers just terriers are fearsome 
Well, yeah, I mean, BU is the Boston Terriers just because Boston. Like, that's as far as the imagination behind that went, is they were like, what another, city are we an- in? Another very great elef- another very great animal that is not named, that doesn't have a team named after it professionally, the elephant. Yeah. I think elephants awesome. are very chill. Yeah, they're they're really great. Um, I re- and I've always really liked the fact that the Oakland A's kind of use it as a, I don't know, mm-hmm. third logo, maybe. Yeah, I had a, I had an A's elephant hat whenever they, this is many many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But, but you know what, bro? Their name's the Athletics. I it's not the elephants. Yeah, and where does an elephant get mixed in with that anyway? I'm sure there's some stupid story behind that. There has to be. Of course, of course there is. I'm sure it has to do with, like, you know, Jumbo, P.T. Barnum's Jumbo that he electrocuted for fun or whatever that story was. <laughs> yeah, the circus is bad. It's very bad. Don't go to the circus, folks. I don't think we need to my, tell a bunch of 20-something people and 30-something people. My dad worked at, my dad worked at uh, the Civic Arena, the former Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. And, you know, I was four years old, went to, went to the circus. Uh, I was backstage at the circus with my mother and my father and i saw an elephant shit out like a four by four like an actual an actual wooden board that it had eaten whoa that'll stick with you buddy yeah it passed it congratulations that's that's the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life the circus still a thing yeah. And, well, now everybody's like mad in much the same way that they're like, you can't even say Merry Christmas. People are like, what, we can't even abuse elephants at the circus we anymore? Can't, we can't even drive drive elephants around the country abusing them all the while? Come on. Come Listen, on. I just want to be able to watch a guy hit a tiger with a whip. What's wrong with that? It's uniquely American, to, to, quote, to quote George W. Bush. Oh, man. People are furious, though. There's, like, a big petition, like, bring back the elephant so we can see you, them abu- get abused again. You know what? If you guys if you guys want to abuse elephants, you can go do it on your own time. Yeah. Just, see, how it, see how it works. Just get see the money together. Be, be like one of Trump's kids. Get the money together. Go to Africa and, and, and murder kill, one. And kill one. Yeah. Sack up. Yeah. Look that elephant in its eye. Try not to get gored. And, yeah, do do your worst. Yeah. No. Cowards. Goddamn circus. That's Ugh. what the circus is. It's for cowards. I agree. Hmm. What, Let's see. Do we have any more? We do. Let's do two more. Ryan Babington, at Ryan Babington, asks, Now that we all realize Kanye is bad, which beloved celebrity will the world turn on next? <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't think Kanye was ever beloved. I, yes, that's that's I think that's the flaw in in the in the thought process there. And in much the same not, way that like not, you could say I, we've already turned on Taylor Swift. There's always been people who just straight up were like, "Well, she seems like a bitch or whatever." I don't mm-hmm. know why she always seemed fine to me. But something about it's. I really feel like Bill Cosby's going down. <laughs> Uh, 
my my new conspiracy theory is, by the way, that he's no, not blind. No, no, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> no, that he's not blind. Because remember, um, they said he's blind, and everybody was like, you're just saying that he's, to... He's definitely not. Well, he's got such a track record of honesty. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know exactly why we should right. believe that he's, that he's blind. <laughs> he's never lied to us before. <laughs> oh, man. Dr. Cosby. Yeah, I don't know. I, I It would take... I think that that's like another discussion entirely, but it's like, it, it really, it doesn't take, doesn't take anybody that long to become the villain and the people and, and the people that don't are, are there for a reason. Like, like it would take, it would take an actual scandal to make people dislike them. Here's Tom the Hanks, everything <laughs> to Tom Hanks. like you would have to live, like, let's, let's put it this way. We found out Woody Allen was a pedophile and he was like bulletproof for 30 years about it, right? Like Tom Hanks would have to literally have it fighting. revealed. He'd have to he'd have to be involved with the dog fighting ring. Yeah. And even then like there are still NFL fans who were like, "Yeah, but Mike Fix seems all right." Cuz he could play. Yeah. I don't know about well, that. Well, I mean, yeah. like, well, let's put it this way: like, Michael Fassbender got arrested for beating up his girlfriend in public. Nobody acts like Michael Fassbender's horrible, but he is. Pretty good actor. Yeah, great That's, actor. So, no, it's it's true. If 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 you're if you're, ta- if you're talented enough and good at what you do, there's always going to be a huge amount of people that uh, ignore <laughs> ignore what what whatever whatever horrible things you've done. Yeah. All right, you want to go to the last I've, one here? I've I've killed many many people, and people don't care because I write such good. <laughs> yeah, you're just so four hundred word posts about Pittsburgh sports. <laughs> you're beloved. You're you're a local institution at this point. It's true. Uh, last question here, uh, man of the Housley at man of the Housley asks: You meet a girl who you consider to be perfect in almost every way, but she has Doc Emmerich's voice. Is that a deal? Oh my god! I'm gonna say it is. I'm gonna say it is. I couldn't do it. No, because like that would be the first thing. You're like, "Hello, what's your name?" And she's like, "Wow, oh, hello, I saw you saunter over to the back of the bar." <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't I, I, do it. I would turn around and walk away. Yeah, that'd be it. Like there were okay, like later. I couldn't. Okay, let's let's phrase it this way. Hold on, hold on. I was one hundred percent ready to answer. It doesn't matter to like what to almost whatever. Yeah, and Doc Emmerich's voice to whatever the the conditional, unless it was like it. Except she's you know got a swastika tattoo on her on her whatever on a, on her on her chest or something. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I would say okay. That's, that's a tough a deal See you later. Yeah, but Doc Emmerich's voice—I couldn't do it. I literally I couldn't do it. I wouldn't say that Doc Emmerich's voice is quite in that category. But <laughs> it's not being an actual Nazi bad. <laughs> but it's closer than you not, think, though. <laughs> and it is certainly still enough to make me react the same way that I would when I found out that a perfect girl happened to be a Nazi. Oh, the reactions, reactions are the same. Yeah, I, I, def, I definitely couldn't do it. No, 
Not at all. I would be I would be so overwhelmed. I might run out of the bar. Well, oh, this is this is unnatural. I need to leave. Ugh. What if that happens someday? We're here at a bar. Sean, Allison, a date. Next. <laughs> it's rivalry Thursday. <laughs> Romance is in the air. <laughs> here at Industry Public House in Lawrenceville, in the Lawrenceville neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ugh. I couldn't do it. No, of course you couldn't. <laughs> I want to believe that I could, though. Like, what if, like, what if she was, like, again, she, I mean, he, he does phrase it this way, perfect in every way. So she's, like, beautiful and yep. brilliant and brilliant yeah. and kind and funny and, She's a nuclear you know, physicist who yeah. used to be a model. And, and she, volunteers and, you know, is the heiress to some sort of untold fortune she loves weezer <laughs> like oh, we by the way, I, yeah, for the record i went back and listened to, <laughs> I went back and listened to that album a couple of days ago and it is not good which one the latest one it's not good no of course it isn't it's by weezer after the year 1996 i regret saying as many positive things about it as i did and i and i was not i was not you were not effusive in your praise for sure it it's it, it, it ugh, not good Nope, I can't even imagine. I will never, I will never know for sure. But it can't live up to the negative hype in my head. You, you actually never listened to it? No, of course not. That's amazing. I have no interest. I didn't Ryan, have interest I, three albums ago. Ryan, you bought seventy-two records this year, and and you can listen to it whenever you want for free, and you did not bother to. That's amazing. And I'm, I am not mad about this, by the way. I'm impressed. That's amazing. It's in much the not, same. Not only that, and not only that, you love Weezer. I, mm, I, I love two Weezer albums and really like a third one. Uh, yeah, that's enough. You, it like, isn't. Yeah, you, like, cause he, he, be, that's enough to say that that's enough to say that you love Weezer. Let me, okay. You, I guess that's true. Here's what I'll say though. I will compare now, it to. Obviously, you nearly love Maladroit, which is a great misunderstood record. I don't know the the one the one I I really like is actually the Green Album, um, but I'll say it's like the Simpsons for me. I love Simpsons up right right up until about like halfway through season nine, and then it's like almost offensively bad to me. I don't think that's quite the same thing. Why not? Uh, because it's a half hour of music versus like 15, 25 episode seasons of badness. Okay. I, I, okay. What I'm saying though is it would take you, like it would take you the amount of time. It would take you the same amount of time to listen to that wizard album as it would to watch a single episode of the Simpsons. Right. But I'm not going to watch which, a single episode which, of the Simpsons now. There's no way, like not even out of cu vague curiosity. It just doesn't exist for me. That's interesting. Okay. I haven't what? seen a new Simpsons you know episode. You know what? We're not in... talking about Weezer anymore. We have talked about Weezer more than enough on, on this podcast, and this is almost verbatim the same discussion that we had before. Sure. It's just amazing to me that, that you didn't even 
accidentally listen to some of it. That's amazing and impressive, and I wish I had uh, my your. I, I, yeah, I wish you had your constitution. <laughs> well, I you know I appreciate your saying so. I just they so long ago gave me no reason to keep caring that I'm not going to ever care again. It's just like, again, that you wouldn't listen to it like passively at some point during one of the days of the last nine months is, is stunning. I had 72 other records that I'd much rather listen to. That's almost a record and a half a week. So I, but like, I, I listen to bad stuff all the time, like stuff that I don't even like. See, I don't. I listen like, to records I like, and that's it. That's. I, I guess I'm just a more intellectually curi- intellectually curious person than you are. Well, I mean, then again, I watch The Big Bang Theory every week, so I. I what I'm, I'm saying, like, like you waste you waste a half hour of every single week on the on the Big Bang Theory, you're right. and, and you and you somehow no stop so. Like that would be like me listening to the Weezer album once a week, which you do, which I, <laughs> which I do, because I listen to all their albums once a week on Tuesday. Every Tuesday, it's Weezer Day. It's Weezer Day, and I listen to Attitude twice. <laughs> well, that, everybody knows that's the best Weezer album. Oh, all right. I, I think we're about done. I don't know that I've ever even listened to it all the way through. I did, as I've said many times. I yeah. listened to it. I listened to every album at least. Every Tuesday, Weasel. I know. <laughs> Wizard Day. Yep. All right. Okay. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I guess not. I think that'll just about do it for this week. All right, my friend. Okay. And for the record, after that first time I said I could hear the guy, haven't heard him once since. Oh, it's because I, I was messing with you. Were you really? I wish there. I wish that was the explanation, just so I could know. No, I'm. I'm now I'm now in I'll my... live in fear forever. <laughs> oh well, that'll do it. So it goes. Uh, and thank you guys who who uh, we definitely did get some ratings and in, in, in oh, a couple. Oh yes, of that's. Really um, I want to talk about but, that. But please, please continue doing that. Uh, rate it. Uh, review it if you if you have a free second. By and the way, wh- we will talk about this at some point in the future. But some of these reviews are so damn funny, and if you want to write a funny one like that, I, do us a favor because yeah. it's because it's it's really great. Yeah, it was a very uh, good review. And there were there was there's several other great ones mixed in there. So we appreciate you guys who have done it. We I appreciate you guys just who say real quickly to the one guy, the one person who left a review that was less than five stars, and it was four stars. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, only one crazy um but no again thank you guys for doing it uh and keep leaving those funny reviews because we'll talk about them at some point it's true we will and maybe next week even who knows who can say not me until then goodbye goodbye no goodbye i said bye